Welcome everyone to episode 210 of Weekly Games Chat. Total, total overuse. I don't care of the new filter. <laughs> totally. It just has to be done though, doesn't it? I mean, I guess, dude. I don't know how to avoid it, right? It started something and it can't be turned off. <laughs> no, how hard, no, no matter how hard we try. I'm taking it back. You can't take it. It's not yours. Oh, what yeah. happened? <laughs> yeah, I mean, give me a dollar. <laughs> um, to be fair, I told you not to give me a dollar. But do you want a dollar? I bought you a Coke. I would just like something with my Richard. I'm like three weeks in, four weeks in on Cokes. <laughs> Cane? No. <laughs> oh. There's, there's, um, let me get this donut. Are you going to intro the show or are we just going to talk? Oh, yeah. I said, well, I said, welcome. Yeah. Uh, I am your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. That's right. Rock solid Haywood over here. Yeah. Unlike some other people, we'll just call Shushman Shushmarin, uh, who apparently just show up two times in a month now. Yeah. He just, uh, he's phoning it in. He really is like. He's doing that, that, that breakup, um, where it's like, we're going to break up. I'm not going to tell you we're breaking up. I'm just going to not come around anymore. <laughs> I don't really want to see you anymore. Look, it's not that it's over, but <laughs> I got another place. <laughs> I, I just can't like, get my what? stuff. Like, what, what do you mean? What, what are you talking about? You know, we're we're good. It's just uh, I got things I got to go do uh, that don't involve you. Uh, I found the greatest thing ever. Oh, really? Um, if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard me. I think at the beginning of this year. Go through some sinusy crap. I could tell you got some sinusy crap going on right now. Yeah, and then the last couple of weeks I've been battling something. Yeah, it started with my ear. Uh, I noticed one of my ears kind of got clogged up, and I went, "Well, that's bad." Yeah, and I had recognized that, but I didn't have any. I've never had sinus pressure or pain. This huh. is so weird. So for the first few weeks, that's right, weeks, I, I tried to go with a uh, like an allergy pill plus maybe some Tylenol. If I felt like I needed it. It did not work. But I don't, I don't know what I had. I'm the kind of guy who doesn't go to the doctor for stuff like this, thinking, you know, I'm just going to battle it out. Uh, anyway, uh, I finally, after a few weeks of of this, yesterday, I go, I'm tired of this. <laughs> and I go, Fair. I go to my friend at work. I say, hey, do you still have that Tylenol, Tylenol sinus severe daytime formula medicine? I shoot him a little instant message. He goes, yes. Now, keep in mind, this friend at work wanted to give me this two weeks ago. Uh, and anyway, is it uh Shushmarin? It is Shushmarin. Okay. And, and what I didn't want to take it for initially because it had, uh, what's it called? Guaf and Nessin in it. Okay. That's the stuff that breaks up the mucus in your chest yeah, yeah, and yeah. does the thing. I think at one point I was sick many years ago and I think I took NyQuil and I think I related that word to what's in NyQuil. And I remember. I'm not a guy who likes to have substance control my thoughts. Yeah. It's kind of why I can't do drugs. Don't do <laughs> drugs, kids. Um, Drug, drugs are buy-in. Um, that's a whole nother story. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I remember laying, I, I felt terrible that night. And I remember laying down on my living room floor and my breathing was like, it was like this. It was like. And I remember, and I think that's what NyQuil is supposed to do. It's supposed to calm you down so you can sleep. Yeah. I was fighting it. It's got that, uh, it's not that. It's the, there's another drug in there that you use for, uh, right. 
that makes you sleepy, which is why they don't put it in daytime. One. Well, my my dumb self, I I've always thought that the G word, guafnesin, was what did that. Um, I want to say that I also got some mucus pill one time that was pure guafnesin, and I ended up. Uh, do you remember in Harry Potter when uh, Ron got backwards slug post- uh, spelled? Oh yeah, God, it was like that. Yeah. So I, I've just been um, I've been wanting to avoid that word, but finally I broke down to my friend at work. I go, let me try it. Well, I think that's like what it's designed to do, right? It's yeah. like it's basically made to, as you say, it loosens up all your nasal cavities. But the the side effect of it, of course, is like you go through about two hour progression of just like crap running out of you. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it's fantastic. I um, so I've been sitting at work before yesterday, and and a random cough would. Uh, you, if I was in the corner, I'd just go, and I try to hold that cough in. How'd you uh, do it? <clears throat> Um, and as soon as I started taking this stuff yesterday, so I've had probably about five or six doses at this point, Woo. everything's getting great. So I'm battling. I've got some residu- some residuals left in the tank. You should get um, those for your bank account. Yeah, I need to get some residuals for the bank account. But <laughs> shout out to Tylenol Sinus Severe. You could send that check, Tylenol. And look, I don't know if it is allergy related. Um, apparently where we live, when you reach a certain age, yeah, um, allergies can come out of nowhere. True. Well, I mean, that's anyone. Well, and I remember last week I saw the Benadryl on your counter. I was like, you got allergies, buddy? And you're like, well, when I, when I kind of feel that way, I take it and it works and then I'm good. Yeah. Um, but I mean, well, it, it's not uncommon down here. I don't know about else, uh, other places, how bad they get it. I'm sure they get it to some extent, but like the South is notorious for like about mid March through the end of April. It's just pollination to a level. <laughs> Of extreme, it's ridiculous. Like, I don't remember, like when I used to live in Maryland, I don't recall there ever being those instances how we get down here where you just walk outside and if it hasn't rained for five days, cars and everything is just like caked in yellow. Yellow, yeah. You know, and you just see it around here. So That's much. why Coldplay wrote that song Yellow. Because that's, it, yeah, it was they, about were, here. they took a trip to here. And, <laughs> but then when it rains, it's crazy because, yeah, it's so thick. That's what she said. <laughs> um, you'll see like the, the street drains just. Just yellow goo. Yeah. It was all yellow. It was it, what you'll it, say. It was all. It was all yellow. <laughs> um, but yeah. So hopefully I'm on the rebound. Um, I hope so, buddy. It, I think I probably will start putting in a regiment of a daily, maybe a Claritin or Allegra or um, Zyrtex. Just something. Some people do that. Just, just because I don't. It's out of the. I just. I'm getting older and stuff like this is happening and it never did. And I'm like. Eh. <laughs> But yeah, enough about uh, health talk now with Chris talk, and Sean. Yeah, let's talk about your prostate next. <laughs> oh, yeah. Next up, 40-year-old <laughs> prostate exam. <laughs> but, Doc, um, um, did we watch anything this week? Oh, I watched something. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. Did you go watch it? Yeah. Man, did you cry? Yeah. Yeah. How do you not cry? I'm, uh, And it wasn't, it's not what you think, but it's. So I left the theater and I'm walking down the hallway of the theater and I go, I am sick and tired <laughs> of coming to the, these last few movies I've come to and I'm crying in them. Yeah. Um, Avengers I, Infinity War Endgame. What else made you cry? Toy that, Story. Uh, what? There was something else in there that made me cry. Did Aladdin make you cry? Mm-mm. Did John Wick make you cry? I haven't seen that yet. Oh. Um, but yeah, I'm just crying at movies. Did Men in Black make you cry because it was so bad? I didn't see that movie. <laughs> um, but it's like, uh, Bulls- I don't remember what it was, but something, 
something made me cry. Uh, and I'm sitting there, I'm going, the trailer for Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> that dude, what's funny about that is that we're walking out of Toy Story Four, and and there's a family with a with a. Uh, she's kind of a good looking chick. She goes, "That looks good, don't it, hun?" And he's just like, "Yeah." <laughs> so there's two people that are going to see Hobbs and Shaw. I just every time I see it, I'm like, "This started with them trying to win a race, race wars in the California desert." Yeah. And now and prevent this. Dom from making bad mistakes of robbing truckers. And now it's this. And now it's this. Now it's apparently the, uh, as as old uh, Idris Elba calls himself in the trailer. He's like, "Yeah, I'm Black Superman." It's it's absolutely <laughs> it's it's mind boggling. I remember there was such a divide. Like the first people that watched like the first Fast and the Furious, yeah, were those people. Right. So if you're my age, let's let's call it mid to late thirties, sure, or even early forties. Yeah, you knew the kids that were in high school. With the cars that sounded like like bees and bubbles, everyone had that, you know. The, and and it, those were the kids that went to the movies, yeah. And then and then they made a second one. And, and plus, you had uh, gone sixty seconds during yeah, that period you too. Had, you had that kind of stuff, and then all of a sudden, Ludacris was in a movie because the guy because Ja Rule was an idiot, and and, and then and <laughs> and then Tyrese. So like, music people are coming into these movies. And then all of a sudden, it's it's a worldwide phenomenon. Away from sling bit, Blake. It's there. like okay, and then now we're sitting here, and it's going to be what twenty twenty in the now this year twenty twenty is when Hobbs and Shaw comes out. I think so. I don't think it's twenty twenty. So yeah, no, 20, yeah, it's this year. It's like in August twenty nineteen. They're still going strong, and it's and the Rock is in it now, like right? the superstar that he is. He preferred you call him Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson, yeah. Uh, I'll call him. I'll you can call, call him Black Adam since he's going to do that too. I'll call him whatever he wants. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, we haven't actually said Toy Story Four. Yes, I, I said this afterwards. I, I really do mean it. Like, I got out of that theater and I was just thinking, I don't think I've ever seen a series like you know there have been great trilogies, right? You know, of course, Lord of the Rings is freaking brilliant. Yeah, you know, but I was like, I cannot think of a series of four movies. That is so well produced and so tight. And like the shocking thing is this is the second longest one. And it's like an hour and 40 maybe. Yeah. So it's like, it's not like these things are, you know, like they're doing like how Avengers is like where the last movie was three and a half hours or whatever yeah, it was. Right. Um, they just, those guys really do a good job of stuff that I think a lot of stuff in Hollywood today, when it comes to big picture movies, they, they tend to screw up, which is that they don't focus on characters. They don't think about how to progress their stories. They're just thinking about sight gags and action and, yeah, and what, like how to get to A to B right. like movies, movies today move at a much faster rate than they did back before, uh, kind of like the Titanic and therefore on. Like, okay, I'm glad you didn't say like gone with the wind. I was no, like, no, no, no. We're not that old. Like I think about like back to something like the original Jurassic Park where, you know, you don't see the T-Rex till about 40 minutes into that film. And it's a build up to that yeah, point, yeah. you know, it is a slow build of yeah. like, look, we're not going to just come out and say something. We're just going to show you this goat and then we're going to go off and, and Jeff Goldblum's going to lay down these theories and we're going to go off and, you know, slowly build this up so that when everything finally comes to a head, it's just such an epic scene. Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's a better action scene actually in a, in a blockbuster film. To me, that's like as high as it gets is the, is the T-Rex scene in that movie. But a lot that's of movies, it, that's your pinnacle. 
Yeah, that's that's about <laughs> like because it feels like that's the last one I can recall that was on that level. Like now it's more of like everything is jokes. And like I said, it they move very quickly and a lot of times it's at the expense of characters. And to their credit, like here, this movie could have easily been bad. I think a lot of people were worried and that's why it kind of underperformed a little bit uh, from its expectations this weekend that it, it still, was going to be bad. It still won, but it underperformed. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's still like their third or fourth like largest opening ever for Pixar. So it's what's, not like they're What's crying. crazy is you say that. I I didn't I I wanted to see it. I did not plan to go on opening weekend. It worked out that I did, which was I think the first I, mm. I don't think I went to go see uh I mean, I think Toy Story 3. Yeah. I was hype on and I know 2 and 1 I was hype on, but this one for whatever reason I was just like, "Yeah, well, I guess I'll see it when I see it." Mm-hmm. It turns out I'll go see it on opening weekend, opening crowd. Like we go that we go Friday. Yeah. Um, and uh, I went Thursday. Yeah, you went Thursday. The first showing, right? Yes, the very see. first one. Um, theaters packed. Really? Um, yeah. Friday. See, like, mine wasn't that packed, which it, it didn't shock me because I was like, "Yeah, this is a kids' movie. Uh, yeah. It's core." And I was like, "Who? What parent is taking their kid to a six p.m. show at IMAX on Thursday?" I now you, you can you can tell the truth right now, Chris, and I'll believe. Sure, you. sure. I, I, the ending, I started to see coming, um, not, it it took me a minute to realize what was going to happen. I'll say it like that. How did you catch on to it early? I kind of, before going into it, I had made a prediction and that was the prediction. I didn't know. And I wasn't sure about it until it got to. Kind of like we start getting into that third act, yeah. Of um, back like when they're back in the store and yeah. that kind of part, uh, without going into specifics here, yeah. Um, you know, and that, yeah, one yeah. Scene I'm day, with you. I was like, okay, yes, they're definitely going this way because of everything they had set up in the R three movies, especially. I was like, there's no way, <laughs> you know, yeah, that goes any other way. But what I liked was just again, like to their credit the whole entire four movies are really the story of Woody and that growth in it. And I think people like it so much because it really ties to, you know, us as human beings, you know, actual people like you can see things within it, which is that the changes of time in someone's life. Yeah. And especially how it relates, you know, obviously in a way like the toys and that they're supposed to be a placement really for parents. Yeah. Like that's what you get. Like you yeah. know, you, the unconditional love a parent has for his own child. Yeah. The correlation and the, the way they tell that story is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about watching the first one. I'm, I'm in my teenage years watching toy story one and uh, it, the, the nostalgia was still there because you, you remembered having toys. Exactly. So you felt it. So for me, I, I don't know how it felt if you were already an adult watching toy story one. Uh, but I kind of grew up with the movies mm-hmm. um, to the point where it did feel like you say, like I'm, and I am a parent watching this last one. There was some weird thing that was going on in my, all up in my feelings box. And uh, yeah, it, it was, it was fantastic. The movie was fantastic. Funny. One of the funniest movies of the year too. Super. See, that's what, that's what's like really cool about it is that, you know, as I said, a lot of movies are going for jokes and it's not like there aren't jokes in here. But everything feels like it. It just plays, yeah, in naturally. Just from like, I think my favorite part of this movie is uh, the two things that were my favorite were uh, all the Ducky and Bunny stuff, which I was really worried about when yeah, I saw. Yeah, I thought that was gonna be, and that's Key and Peele, right? Yeah, yeah. I was really worried 
that was going to go down a rabbit hole. I've but seen it a, didn't. Lot of, a lot did. of people. That was the star of the movie for a lot of people. Yeah, and then um, actually the other thing, yeah, I like Duke Kaboom too. I think everyone likes Duke Kaboom, but Duke but Kaboom is the best. But actually, my favorite thing was uh, the little gag with Combat Carl. The three little combat Carls. Yeah. Yeah. That, that well, to me is priceless. Just that one. Yeah. The, uh, the, the way they showed them as like animated figures, yeah. it was it every, felt so real. It was awesome. Um, it was great. Uh, the movie was fantastic. Yeah. If John watches this movie, I forgot what he said you about it. watch it. No, but I'm saying the, what do you say? The other ones didn't resonate with him. Yeah. If he doesn't watch this movie and have some resonation, well, happening, John doesn't have a heart. This is true. You know, unions. <laughs> anything that's a union oh my god <laughs> um, but yeah john's having vacation right now apparently yeah what's vacation pigeon forge i think no no like what is vacation oh i don't know i'd like a vacation me too where I do we need one today where do we vacate to uh, somewhere you kind of you kind of had a mini vacay i did i did I, i'm taking off next friday and of course we, we're off for the fourth so I'll have that little. Yeah, one. apparently in my area, that's the thing to do because the fourth is a Thursday. So who wants to come back on the Friday? Guess you. who? Guess who drug uh drug his his feet to put his uh request to be off in? You. Yeah. Guess who's gonna be the guy at the office? You. That's right. Have fun with that. Guess who's gonna have his Nintendo Switch or something all day? <laughs> you. you. <laughs> that's right, dear um, Sean's management. <laughs> uh. What uh, uh the this it's to pivot a little bit. We always talk about pivot. sports. Um, so the World Cup's going on now with the women. Yeah, um, I watched. Uh, I actually watched the France and Brazil the other day. France, yeah. Well, speaking of France, that's who the United States women's yeah. national team plays next. Um, this is crazy. People uh, apparently, when we make a World Cup, and I know that the women are better than the men in the United States. Yeah, like, but the uh, we're Brazil. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> The fans of the United States travel, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's pretty cool. And it 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 kind of frustrates me because of how not good the United States men's team has been. Though don't they have like a savior now? Because they have that other thing that's going on right now. And I thought it's like, the Gold Cup. Yeah, I'm like yeah. we look great or whatever. Yeah, right? we we beat it. So so the funny story to that is so the big like in 2017 the United States did not qualify for the World Cup. It sent ripples through the the soccer world of the United States, right? We were terrible. If you knew Trevor, if you know the name Trevor Twillman, Twillman, he's a soccer analyst on ESPN. And if you YouTube his breakdown of what happened, he kind of encapsulated everything everybody felt that follows soccer for the United States, right? Mm-hmm. So fast forward to, to this year, it's like twenty something months later, they're playing the team that theoretically beat them to put them out of the tournament. And they were, uh, and they were like Chris said, they yeah. won like six to nothing or something, which does not happen that no, often. I mean, never. The women uh, are over there, like, really, we want to match thirteen to nothing. Yeah, the women are like, yeah, really. But yeah, it, it's, one girl had six goals on our team. It's, it's 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 just fun to see the United States on stages like this and be do, and do good. Yeah. Uh, what other sports would you think the nation would get hype about? Hockey? No, because it's all amateurs now. Like, yeah, are you talking about like there are more world sports? Than- yeah. I mean, obviously, our biggest one is is basketball, where you know the that's become a, that's become a world sport. But, but we are, of course, but always is the, the gold is it, standard. Is of it, it has it been as good as the original like ninety two Dream Team ever? Well, I don't mean like in that sense. I just mean like you know, people will 
tune into that, that happens, regardless. Yeah. You know, th- yeah. if there's anything at the Olympics, people are going to watch Summer Olympics. Michael Phelps. The, yeah, I Besides the, yeah, the yeah. individual com- competitors, it's going to be that. I mean, the rest of it, I mean... Are there, are there any other world sports like that? I mean, there's tennis and golf, of course, but... But even so... I, I remember Tiger. <laughs> Tiger. Yeah. I remember watching tennis and Andy, what's his name? The Roderick. No, um, the the redhead from England. He was going to win Wimbledon. Um, he's he's still really good. Uh, I think his name's Andy something. There was the dude who did win it. Well, he won it. He yeah. won Wimbledon. Yeah. Um, and I remember a couple of years ago. Yeah, they were yeah. all excited because I can't remember the, the British right. guy won Wimbledon, and that's a British event. Yeah, been like sixty years or whatever. But like tennis. Serena won the the like the U.S. Open mm-hmm. all the time. Sure. So I, I just I was thinking about what what other national sport that's a world sport will people get as excited about as like the women's national team or the men's soccer team? I don't know. Cricket. <laughs> cricket, dude. Have you ever tried to? Do you understand cricket? A little bit. Do you really? I've watched cricket games. It's crazy. I'll, I'll I'll try to watch it's been it forever. But and, and you'll see these guys just yoke whatever that is that they're hitting and swinging and throwing. And then you'll see a guy in the outfield like make an amazing catch, and he'll do some crazy throw. I don't know what's going on, but I enjoy every second of it. There was like a weird part where there's some part of it like they can decide to be like, "Yeah, I'm cool with that," or not being cool. And I'm like, "What is this?" Yeah, and like you know, compared to baseball, like, no, nah, man, you are a swing or you hold that bat, yeah, and, and the that, umpire will tell you what the result is. That's what really confuses <laughs> me about it, I guess, because growing up, you playing baseball and you watch this other sport that looks like baseball kind of plays like baseball yeah but is not baseball we're just weird like our country is weird because i i really do think because of our history the way we've been like we felt so ostracized for so long that that's a good we word. are we are very much into things that we make and we and we can cheeseburgers we control the narrative <laughs> and that's not like how a lot of the rest of the world is and right. a lot of things because, you know, they have, like, their one thing. They, you know, like, England's like, look, man, we got tea down and uh, biscuits. These things are... Uh, you want some fish and chips? We yeah, got we you, got, bro. Yeah, we got you, bro. But, you know, <laughs> you know, when it comes to all this other stuff, do we play basketball? No, nah, we're all European short men. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. Meet us on a soccer pitch. Yeah. You know, we invented <laughs> <Right>? it. Right? <laughs> um, that's awesome. But, did uh, they invent it? I think they did invent soccer. I thought, like, the Aztecs invented it. They were English. Right? No. English Aztecs? <laughs> the old English Aztecs. Yeah. I thought like the, you could trace it all the way back to those civilizations. I could be wrong. I mean, in theory, you kick something around. They're calling that soccer. Really? Maybe. I don't know. They're really good at lawn bowling. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But, you know. Nah. Like, right in the tell who, who invented soccer. But, like, you look at, <laughs> like, you know, baseball isn't that popular now, really, anywhere. Yeah, was Outside of, like, the Dominican Republic and Japan, which we have huge reach. Japan! But, uh, you know, on the other hand, it, here, even still, it, it does well. It doesn't do as well as it used to, I would think. But, you know, what's it been replaced by? Not by soccer, but by basketball and, and football. Football, you yeah. know, which are American things, too. Yeah. Um, update on my viewing. Ooh. You told me to watch out for C, uh, episode eight on Band of Brothers or mm-hmm. somewhere around there. I'm on episode eight right now and I'm scared to death. Yeah. It did not happen in episode seven, whatever it is. You'll figure it out real quick. I know. The show is amazing. Just want to say. The show is amazing. Yeah. Get ready for oof. Am I going to cry watching that too? Uh, it's going to be more so just really hard to watch. 
Chris, you could, you could probably figure it out if you think of history in World War II and really tragic things. You could figure it out. I won't say it here because it's a family friendly show, though we should not now. It's not because of that. Right. But, um, I was like, what? what? I don't want to make people cry. <laughs> but um, no, it's a, it's a very vital, important episode, and yeah. I'm glad they put it in there. But again, it, it, it's really hard to watch. So, you know, it's one should, of those kinds of things. Okay. So just go watch it. Come back. All right. Report back. I'm a changed yeah. man. But you're almost at the end, though. I so. know. I hate it. Well, you can watch the Pacific afterwards. What is that? It's the same thing, but with the Pacific Theater. It's a little bit different, but, you know, it's still... What's the Pacific spiel- Theater, Chris? That's where my grandfather went. Yeah? Is that in yeah. the water? Uh, Part of it. It's mainly going to Island Island and uh, being like, it's humid as F out here. <laughs> and trying not to die. What was that movie you uh, got hype about that Nolan made? Uh, Dunkirk. Good movie. Very good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Tied in too. To, yeah. To what I'm the it, it's that crazy. was before we got there. Yeah. It, but what's crazy <laughs> is how many um amazing stories, movies, and shows have come out from that era. For sure. And that war, man. I mean, it's something you hope people don't forget. I don't think I will. Yeah. Never forget. Wait, that's a different. What? <laughs> What? John Stewart's going to pop in you. He's like, <laughs> John, John um, Stewart. But, uh, hey, 25 minutes of this. Yeah, uh, we played video games, we swear. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Uh, oh, before I do that. Yeah. This weekend, I'm taking a trip to Atlanta. To do what? I'm going to have some good jams and and relax and watch some live music. What are you watching? Dang companies this weekend. Oh, yeah. We're going to watch them play. I'm not going to watch him play. You should come watch him play. I'm going to go see the Dave Matthews band soon. And that's enough of jam bandage for me. It's like, it's light jam bandage though. What is Dave or yeah, the yeah. Dan company? Dave, Dave, because like Dave, Dave doesn't switch out his sets as much as like a lot of the R jam bands do. Right. You know? And then like he, how often does Dave like go 18 minutes on a song? Not maybe well, I, once a night. No, I can, there, well, <laughs> if, if you're lucky, yeah, just once a night. Cause if yeah. they, if they go more than that, you're like, Oh my God, this, the show was two hours and an hour of it was these two songs. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, be careful, man. Oh, we um, got a podcast to do next week. Well, the good thing for something like that is that uh, I go with my sister. So I don't even have to Wait, drive or do anything. You have a sister? No, she's a huge deadhead. I'm just, she's, I know who she is. That's that's how I got introduced you, you, to it. She, my uncle, introduced her to it, and then she introduced me to it. This is the sister that after Six Flags one time you went over. Yes, to. Yeah. yes, yes. She Same lives sister. in Atlanta. Yep. Yeah, that's how that works, huh? Memory, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, but that said, what's uh, what's topic it? I like that you ended it with music, considering this next game is so heavy on it. Right? Yeah, that's like what's what we call leading. Yes. Boom. Topic The topic is Cadence of Hyrule. That was me doing uh, the topic thing. Technically, the, the title's a little longer than that. Uh, yeah, well, it's based off that Crypt of the Necrodancer uh, series. 
uh, dancer. It's dancer because you know, like music, dancing, right? Tiny dancer. Yeah, actually, which by the way, uh, I, I was looking earlier. Steam started their summer sale today. If you're interested in that, it's not a very intense game on your PC. Um, you can get it right now on Steam if you want to check out. If you liked this game, if you tried this and like, man, I wish I had a longer version of this game. Uh, you can get it for like three dollars right now. Three dollars. Yeah, that's less than a value meal. Yeah, that's how that works, people. Boom. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm one of those people who thought, hey, yeah, dude. In theory, um, we'll get into it more, but this is my first roguelike game I think I've ever played. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely not a hard rogue game. It's just kind of like, what, like basically the only things you, you lose are the little things you pick up as you go, which are pretty easy to find um, in your in your rupees. That's about it. Yeah. Compared to like something like some of these other ones where it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Everything. And by the way, we're going to now randomly spawn a whole new map for you. Go. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Canes of Hyrule came out right after E3. Yeah, we're excited much. about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, twenty four ninety nine on the old Switch store right now. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. Gotta say, was not expecting this to be as good as it was. Like when I heard of it back when, like, I remember John reading about it in the news uh, and everything back in, what was it, like April or something like that when this first got announced. I was like, ah, okay, yeah, I'm sure Zelda fans will like that. Um, yeah, I that thought the same it. too. And I remember seeing the, I think we saw the uh, artwork then, mm. and I remember going, eh, it looks, it looks kind of, eh. Plus, you know, like when you when you have these other studios who come in to do their take on, it, you get like a mixed reaction, right? You know, yeah. Sometimes it's solid. Sometimes you're like, yeah, okay. Is this a is this a, is this a Richard choke time? I don't know. I mean, you said sometimes it's solid. And oh. sometimes it's yeah, yeah. apparently it's time for some some. Yeah, I feel I, I feel I was gonna try not to take. I I think I had to take it about an hour ago. Mm-hmm. But I, so, you ever get where you feel medicined out? And I was like, I don't want to feel like that. But ouch! I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Do it. We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna pop this in. But yeah, man. Did look as we sit here today. I, I want to. Uh, I really want to finish this game. It is it is very addictive and For sure. very fun. It's hard starting out, dude. You're going to die. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't know that, Chris. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. So, if you watch any trailers on the game, um, you you notice one of the big things, like Chris said, is the music. And and on the screen when you start playing, uh, you get to a point where uh, enemies show up, and when they show up, a music meter if you will, kind of is it lights up the bottom of the screen and uh, it, it's, it's going on a musical count, like mm-hmm. a one, two, three, four kind of thing. Right. And the good thing about that is that like, I think especially with headphones on um, it's very easy. Like none of the beats are so extreme that you're going to ever be too thrown off. Like you can, if you can hear the downbeat on the drums, you'll get the beat. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. And what you said was a great point. If, if you, if you, um, if you listen to music, which mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody that we know. They well, do, John, except for John, right? John's the exception, the anomaly. Um, and you find yourself kind of nodding your head to the music or tapping your mm-hmm. hand on the steering wheel or tapping your foot somewhere. Um, that's that's exactly all you have to do mm-hmm. when the music of the, the scene kind of starts. But yeah, 
the one good thing though, if you're not very musically inclined in terms of keeping uh tempo, yeah. Uh there is an option that you can turn that off and kind of instead turn it into more of like an RTS or where it's like whenever you move a square the enemies move yes. a square too so you know it's a little bit more strategic. did you to play both ways i did not um after i, I died a couple of times to tried to say like hey this is an option i'm like no I, what's really funny <laughs> is i'm going through uh you know I, in my i don't know my dumb head i'm thinking hey uh this is a classic zelda game i'll, I'll be okay with him bouncing around a little bit mm. uh or you know or zelda bouncing because i'll get to that in a minute but uh i'm bouncing around and i get to the enemy screen and all of a sudden, your boy can't keep rhythm because he's trying to play it like a classic Zelda game. Exactly. You're like, there's a thing. Let me go to this. Yeah. And you quickly learn that it, it, it does matter. And if, if is as you hear our voices and you think that's a bad thing, mm-hmm. let me reassure you uh, that that once what this game is trying to do to you and trying to let you experience, once that clicks, yes, this game becomes so much fun. Yeah. Just like the strategy involved, like... Of course, the most obvious thing you want to do is even if you're tapping to the beat is to go just straight for the enemy that's in front of you. Yeah. But over time, you start to to learn the tendencies of all these little villains. Um, and, and like, you know, like the there are certain ones that simply going into their lane, they'll start charging across the screen. So you're like, instead of facing them head on, you kind of circle back yeah. and, and let them get to you. And then you stab them from the side. Yeah. Uh, and you can kill them very quickly without taking hits that way. There, there are certain power ups where, uh, just being in a diagonal space where they can't hit you, but you're diagonal to them, you're able to reach with your sword to do a massive damage attack. You know, yeah. like things like that. You start to get what it is and you start when you go in. The cool thing about it is when you go into a section of the map, uh, everything is kind of just pulsing there. It's not moving yet. And you're not taking any penalty for missing the beat at this point. You can kind of step back for a second and look at the map and say, okay, what are the threats? What order do I need to approach this in before I go forward? Right. Um, where are the traps and the, you know, the pitfalls? It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, if you're, if you're going, oh, what, what happened? Am I low? It's a trap. It's just. <laughs> If you're if you if you've seen any gameplay, right? If you if you see what we're talking about, maybe you went to a YouTube or a Twitch, a Mixer, and you've seen somebody playing it, and maybe you didn't mixer, co- huh? you didn't watch it for the yeah, throw a shout out to Mixer. Um, and you go this this isn't Zelda. I'm telling you now, the game is is chalk. It's literally chalk full of everything you love about Zelda. It's kind of what like you know. I think the best comparison would be like something like Hyrule Warriors, like yeah. where Hyrule Warriors is very much at its core Dynasty Warriors. Yes. Still. And this is um, just looking online today at the videos of the actual Crypt of the Necro. Th- this is still that game. It's that game. It's just that the people have taken everything from the Zelda universe and applied it to it. Yeah. Um. So if you're a Zelda fan, it's like. There's there's not much you're going to find hate here because you're just going to be very impressed uh, at style. And to me, I loved it because it felt like I was playing almost like original OG Zelda in yeah, a way. Like a rig- like you said. And now and as you, think about this. Mm-hmm. Nintendo's not going to lend their properties to a company mm-hmm. or a game where it's going to it's going to do an injustice to that game. In recent memory, you've got this game. You've had Mario Rabbids. 
And you had, like you said, uh, the yeah. Dynasty Warriors, the Zelda thing, Hyrule Warriors. You have to give credit to Nintendo for recently really being willing to reach out to yeah. other people to say, like, what's your take on our property? And to go to think that, like, you would only limit that to Ubisoft and then now see a team this small get yeah. their shot. That's so awesome. It, it really it really is. Um, to to kind of reset, got to go back a little bit. The story starts out and it. Set it up for him, Chris. You, 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 there's just one character. Yeah, the main character, I believe, that's from the actual Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Yeah. Like, basically, somehow falls through a portal and ends up in Hyrule. Yeah. And basically, you, there are two portals you could fall through. One of them goes to Link. The other goes to Zelda. That's basically your character selection point. And as soon as you get there, that character wakes up Link or Zelda. I think both of us went with Link, right? Yes. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, it had nothing to do with... Uh, I, I just like Link. I've never played yeah, really with Zelda in any game. I wasn't sure how it was going to go, so I was like, well, let's just start with Zelda or Link and then see yeah. if, if at some point there's a Zelda part of this or not. S- it doesn't d- sound like there is. There is. Uh, well, I think like you can go back and you can switch. Like There's yeah. a tower you can find to switch. Well, but, the the yeah. save points are called Sheikah Stones. Yeah. And at each one of those, you can you can toggle if you want to continue with Zelda, Link, or if you want to start with the character that... I didn't notice that. Yeah, you can. I thought, like, I know you could save and quit. I didn't realize you could toggle. Yeah, huh. you, you can toggle. Okay, my bad. Pretty nice, right? Right. Pretty nice. Have you, have, well, have you awoken Zelda yet? I have not. N- no spoilers here, but so... so spoilers! That, that's, like Chris said, the story starts and then... You pick either Link or Zelda and you go on your way. Yeah. Uh, the map is set up to where when you push, you know, your button for the map to pull up, it's it's a big square. And apparently, I noticed, Chris, if you watched our if, if you watched the stream last night on um, on Twitch, Chris was streaming this game. His map is set up slightly different than mine. I don't know if that's a thing or if it was just a way that twitch looked last night i haven't figured I, that no, out i've been trying to figure that out too because i was actually looking at a map online and mine looked different i was like i don't know if this just changes for everyone or what what you it know, is yeah i maybe i did something i have no idea but i'll think about this all the things that are synonymous with the zelda game the yeah. lost woods um what's the the goron mountain death mountain yeah like pretty much all your major regions of, i, I of say this zelda. wrong uh mm. is it kakariko village uh Kariko? Kariko Village. Something like, like that. I think I about all of that is in this game, right? Mm-hmm. The music uh, is in the game. Uh, the dungeons, to a degree, are in this game. Yeah, like it's OG. Like, so, like when I say this, like it at times really feels like the actual original adventure. Yeah, you, you forget that you're playing a game that is, is, is brand a, new. Yeah. Like, you know, it's got the classic go through two doors and then or go through an, uh, an opening where you could see a little emblem through the walkway. And as soon as you go through, those doors shut and a bunch of enemies pop up. And it's like, all right, here we go. Here we go, yeah. Defeat everything or die. <laughs> now, the thing that, that, you, that snapped me back to reality once I got into my first dungeon uh, was the... Now, keep in mind, I've, I had died many times up until this point. Uh, but I don't think I had accumulated a bunch of things. I had maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe a torch. Uh, maybe, you know, I think I just had my, like my, my sword... I, I was making a mistake early on <laughs> of um I just wasn't thinking about. It. So as we said like before when you die you lose all your diamonds and then there are like certain things No, you don't like lose you, your diamonds. Or not your diamonds. Yeah, your you rupees. lose your rupees. Uh if you picked up 
certain things that aren't like scrolls that are one-time uses. If they're like, you know, just like a shovel or um, a torch, maybe certain benefits to your weapon, whatever, uh, you'll lose those. Yeah, for um, sure. You won't lose things like your bombs or, you know, if you get a boomerang or if you get your the, bow, and arrow. bow and arrow or anything yeah. like that. You don't lose any of that. You don't lose any power-ups. Um, and the main thing you don't lose that's very important is you don't lose diamonds. Uh, the way you get diamonds in this game, you can randomly find them at times, but primarily you get them for every section of the map that you clear yeah. all the enemies from. And you can repeat this. So if you want to go grind diamonds, you could do that. Yeah, diamonds um, are the currency to buy these these cool things you need Yeah, at every time you die. Whenever you die, you you get to this, what is it, like fate of something. I, I can't remember like where, you're, where you'll spawn. You, and in front of you, there'll be like four items that you can buy with the diamonds. Those are randomly picked every time, so you don't know what you're going to get. So you're thinking, um, why is this important? It was because when you die, you lose all your things. Yes. You get to this screen where there's like a fairy lady. Mm. saying uh here you can if you have enough diamonds you can start back with one of these things right now multiple things. Multi you could buy all the things if you've had enough diamonds and that's mm -hmm. crucial because you're gonna there's a there's a tunnel like not a tunnel but like a warp little thing that you fall back into to get yeah. back to where you died from mm -hmm. um so so yeah when i died in my dungeon the first time i had i had a, accumulated a lot of things the, mo the most i had had up until that point and that's when i when i snapped back into reality of this is a roguelike dungeon crawler type experience. Yes. And oh my God, I just lost, you know, 300 rupees and the best sword and the, the you know. Yeah, it's definitely a game that encourages you that if there's something you want uh, and you have the resource, don't even hesitate. Buy it, especially if it's something that's going to be permanent, like, you know, heart piece or whatever. If you see one there and you've got the buy money, it, buy it. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, go ahead. But. What I like to, yeah, when I started out, I was just, I felt with my diamonds, I was overspending just to get basic stuff. Yeah. Um, and it took me a little while to start going like, okay, I don't really need to buy these things here for cheap because honestly, like, unless I'm immediately in an area that's going to use them. Like, for instance, if I'm in a dungeon, obviously I need a torch. Yeah. Or if I'm in the desert where there's tons of walls that I have to dig through, I need a shovel. I need a shovel. Yeah. But like, besides that, it's like, okay, if I just wait, don't spend this and, and bank these things and instead just go fight the enemies, they'll all drop. All yeah. these truly basic things will drop probably within two uh, sections of the map. I'll have what I need. I'll say this. If you're just starting out playing this game, mm -hmm. don't ever waste your money on a shovel or a flame. Yes. Um, spawn to Link's house or Zelda's house and in the cave uh, right next to it. The, the same beginning level girl guy. The, was it a girl or a guy from the original I'm not game? Sure. <laughs> I haven't played it. They so will give you the shovel and you can get the flame every time for free. So don't waste your Ooh, money on that. Pronouns. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I, mean, I, I don't I think it's a boy. I don't know why. I think I, you're I, right. I think it is a boy. Uh, but yeah. So, so the dungeons are they're so Zelda, like Chris said, because you got to find your compass. You got to mm -hmm. find your map. You got to find your keys. You fight. You got to eventually find your boss key. And as you die and respawn, it's going to drop you into a point that's necessarily not necessarily where you just were. Yeah. Um. And and clearing that first dungeon, if 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 I was, if I was not all the way hooked, like if I was a fish where you, I was about to take that bait. I'm all in. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. once the the aesthetic of that dungeon really hit home with me, um, and it opened up the rest of the game. Um, fan, I mean, it's just so fun. It's, it's so challenging. Boss fights too are really good. Yeah. Um, they each feel it doesn't feel like you're just fighting the same thing. It doesn't do that Mario thing sometimes where you're just like, three here hits. I go. Yeah, three hits. Here we go. They're like, no, 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 this this enemy. Like there was one. Um, I think you fought him too after I did it last night. Like where uh it was spawning ads and yeah like it's this consistent <laughs> bout of understanding okay there's tons of ads that if i just completely ignore and i don't do enough damage they're coming quick, for me they're coming for yes. me yes uh there's also the fact that i can only get maybe one hit in before i have to get out of the way for the from the main boss doing an attack that's gonna take a full heart for me yeah uh and then afterwards there's a second level of this where everything completely speeds up even more you weren't ready you had it was funny because on stream you beat the boss you thought you were done with it and then this the the speed run comes in you you weren't ready for it when i got to it i knew it was coming and it still beat me because yes. it's uh it's one of those things where you're not really up to to, to that speed yet. you're like you're like ah oh, four ads not a big deal and all of a sudden like 20 ads yeah, and he's it's moving. Insane. It's like double time speed. Double, like, double. It. Do you remember? Do you remember the spread gun in Contra? How when, yeah, yeah. when you shot? The, so he's shooting the ads out, uh, kind of like that. So you got to avoid them the first time being spreaded at you. Yeah. Then they land, they grow and come at you. And he's like shooting just complete chains of uh, spire webs at yeah. you. Say it's crazy. The they also do a play on now the. I think this is accurate. The bosses have a play on original boss names. Yeah. Based on, so the game is centered. Can we say what it's? It's centered around music, which isn't too surprising. Right. Yeah. Like the idea here is that I can't remember the name of the main villain at this point. He's shown up twice now. Yeah. Uh, but basically he's, um, taking all these instruments of Hyrule and use them to create these bosses. And basically he's keeping, uh, Hyrule Castle under lock. So you have to get all, I think it's four, four all yeah. four instruments back to basically make this harp to open up the uh, walkway. So like everything as far as um, who you're fighting is kind of based on a musical instrument. Yeah. I think we had the maracas and we had a, uh, adobo a, or oboe. Yeah, oboe. Yeah. Because yeah, it was Wiz Robo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, was robo yeah that was his name <laughs> you zelda fans will recognize that name hopefully what was it uh what I was the maracas one? i can't remember it was it started with the g uh, normacus i can't remember i don't know but it was a spidery looking thing yes and it was awesome you can look it up yeah if you want to i could um, um but replayability on this game is obviously uh one of those things if you're looking at at it from a replayability standpoint it's going to be massive like it's going to be at a very high level because for sure because it's a roguelike game you're going to want to continue to go. Um, All right, those are many bosses. Here we go. Oh yeah, you're right, G- uh, Gamarakis. Yeah. <laughs> Just seeing some of the Octovo the, is the uh, the main yeah, villain here. Uh oh, spoiler! Uh-oh. Spoiler! Yeah, classic version too, right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> apparently, one of them is the base. Guitar most nights, and there's what is that? The Gleckenspiel, yeah. Gleckenspiel, Gleekens, oh, like a glee club. That's really <laughs> funny. That's funny. That's yeah, very funny. All the all the uh classic mobs are there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You've got Lionel. See, I think they combine a lot of the new stuff too, though. But you got Lionels. Um, I've only seen one or two Lionels in the game. Yeah, and that was the one I had to mm-hmm. get to. Um, I have seen that. Yeah. I won't say what it is, but I've seen him. Yeah, that was not easy. <laughs> um, uh, I've, I have learned though that bombs are my friend. Yeah, it takes time. <laughs> like the mistake you make sometimes is just not remembering you have all these. Uh, different tools to use and that you should equip them. Like I have a ton of scrolls that yeah, I've never I think, I haven't used one. I've used, I used one against Lionel and I used one against, uh, Grimacus or whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, I wonder so. how the other bosses are going to play in because we know we got to get, like you said, you have to get four instruments. Yes. And looking at this website, there's more than four bosses. Yeah, there are. I, f- I figured the four plus the one. Well, one, two, three, four. Yeah, plus the one, but then there's another. Ooh. Ooh. But you knew. I didn't. You. No, because Minish Cap. Yeah, I guess, but. You know? There's always. Somebody's, <laughs> they're listening, they're going, what does he mean by, but Minish Cap? What does that mean? <laughs> Minish Cap, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the greatest Zelda games of all time. It's pretty ju- awesome. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, but that said, I mean, I, yeah, I've been very surprised how well the depth is. And then that's before you even start thinking about the music. I think to their credit here, they've taken pretty much all the classic themes that we know from Zelda and made them all distinct to the areas that they're in um, while adding different musical variety flair. Like it's cool to go through the main area of the map and hear that classic Zelda, uh, you know, Zelda theme, right. You know, the ventures theme, but it kind of like have this cool rock edge to it. You know, yes, uh, a little bit harder than what we're normally used to to hearing. And the cool part that I noticed afterwards was, uh, or a little bit when I started playing the game, was that if you pause the game, whatever music is playing will switch from this high quality, high fidelity sound to instead like classic sixteen bit era sounding uh, pixel um, music. Yes, you know, super cool. And it's yeah, just that kind of stuff. I guarantee you now, folks. You should be ready because this is going to be in the music episode this year. No doubt. Uh, <laughs> it, it, as it should be. Yeah. I mean, I, I always bring up how much, and, and you do too, Chris, to a point. I mean, obviously we said John doesn't like music, uh, but music's always very important to me when I'm playing a game because it, 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 it gives you that, that extra thing you need that kind of immerse yourself into the world. Yes. And you already know the Zelda music. It's classic. Uh, so it's all around you. And then they add the classic Zelda puzzles. And, and one of the puzzles sometimes is, uh, or that we've encountered is that uh, you have to, uh, I think it's a button, like a play button you stand on. Yeah. And yeah. it activates a sequence of musical notes around you. Like they're bright colors. Um, so again, tying in the music. Uh, uh, then it challenges you to remember the sequence and run to each note. And then it's going to unlock something kind of important. Or even uh, match the beat of yeah. what they're doing. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that was the one we had to wake up a good friend of ours that you'll recognize when you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was important to do that, but yeah. So all, all the things you love about a Zelda game from, you know, years past, this game delivers and it's, and it's, it's wrapped into this, uh, really unexpected, you know, uh, great little game. The, the, that, that is cadence of Hyrule. It, it's amazing. Off topic. The next time we do like a show live stream, uh-huh. I feel like John should dress up as Tingle. 
I, I, I'm a hundred percent. We, we need to make sure we, we buy the costume. So right. he goes, I'm not dressing it. If I, I'm not going to dress up as Tingle, but even if I did for the show, even if I would, you guys don't have a Tingle costume ready. Do we? <laughs> for the show. Right. But yeah. Uh, the only knock I, I think I have on the game thus far, uh, I was very excited to, uh, by the way, the game, obviously, like all Nintendo games do, they play great in handheld mode or on your screen. Correct. Um, and there is, uh, for those wondering, um, and I'm always glad to see this, especially in a musical-based game like this, uh, there are uh, options in there to basically set up your latency, whether it be audio or visual. Yes. So if you've got lag on your TV, you know, in your sound system, it's just... It it's it's basically just like how you do with Guitar Hero. You you're tapping a button. Yeah, and it, it works perfectly. I've had, oh, yeah. I've had no issues. Um, and this is it's, is this a knock? Maybe, um, probably. I think it's a fair knock. Yeah, but Chris and I were very excited for last night for us to do a, a co op live stream for the you know the Twitch stream, and we found out that it's it's couch co op. Yeah, it's not online co op, and of course. Hmm. We gotta, we kind of gotta go wide and to know this is a great. I mean, like, I would be more understanding if this wasn't a Zelda game. Like, like if they just had uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, I can understand it's a small studio, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's like if you're Nintendo, this is where I feel like it's your job to carry the ball on that yeah. issue, right? Because it's like this is your property in the end, and if you have, you know, if the guy is putting in. Um, co-op into his in game. In general, yeah. There's just no excuse, um, as far as I'm concerned, that you cannot, on your end, work to make that possible. Yeah. So, it I sucks, it, but... It was a missed opportunity, because uh, it would have been really cool to see the way the game changed when there's two of us running around, to see if the enemies changed what they do, their movements, you know, yeah. the dungeon mechanic, boss mechanics. It would have been cool to see if any of that changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but alas, we will never know, so... Yeah. What are we supposed to do, right? And then tomorrow. By the way, uh, you hit the, you, you hit the, yeah, uh, you got to hit this button and do that thing. And then now uh, you can play online together. <laughs> you know, like, uh, is it like John Travolta playing online here with that voice? Is it, was that Travolta-ish? I don't know. I don't know, you guys. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to play online. Oh why do I want to watch? you so much. When you say Travolta, why do I want to watch Swordfish more than anything right now? Uh, you didn't like that movie? I hate that movie because it's just the... I hate a lot of the '90s like hackers movies they, because yeah. it's so not real. Like when he's sitting there, <laughs> he's got the like, was it like the six screens tied together, yeah. and he's looking at these cubes, and you're like, and uh, you're like, that's not the way that's done. That's that's not right. That's not the way. Some, something's <laughs> not right here. Uh, <laughs> Old Hugh Jackman. Hugh <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Yeah. So Halle Berry in the movie. Halle mm. Berry. Hey. Yeah. Halle Berry's in a Hot Ones episode. If you guys are in that. Pretty, yeah, I saw pretty, that. Pretty I saw awesome. That. Uh, Twenty-four ninety-nine. Right. How can you go wrong yeah. if you own a Switch and you only have to drop 25 bones on this? Maybe the only art criticism that I think some of Zelda fans may have is the story here. There's really, it's very light. Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of just, it sets this thing up like, look, this is going on. We're not gonna, we don't, I, I mean, at least at this point, I haven't seen. Why. I haven't seen anything. I'm either. sure maybe that might get addressed, but none of this feels like what Zelda has become, say that you know, going on Ocarina time or, or later where, um, or even, you know, a link to the past or later where you have this deep story that, you know, 
slowly plays out over time. Yeah, like Zelda's um, already, she's like with you. Yeah. Like you like, can already have her with you. From what I've <laughs> gathered, I mean, like, I haven't played that game that much this week, you know, because I had other things going on. I still feel like I've made substantial amount of progress. And from what I've read, it's not a very long game. So no, you've made looking at yeah. your map, you've made excellent progress. Yeah. Um, so, so part of it is, is doing the adventure of unlocking that map. Mm. And there's only, like we said, four dungeons sure. in theory that you have to unlock before you get four, to Hyrule then, Castle. Yeah. Then Hyrule's got two things. It so looks yeah, like, both so. of us, I would say easily have 75 to 85% of the map unlocked. For yeah. Real. I feel like, you know, now that I have the certain things that I have, yeah. that, like, I could probably beat this in, like, two, three hours if I just really put my head down and don't die, right? You know, like, that's the key. <laughs> yeah, but Not don't dying. die, and that's the thing. That's the old caveat, Chris. But, yeah, like, I think if it, maybe that might be a knock, the hardcore Zelda, that, that really they want that story and that cinematic feel. But I would say don't get this game yeah, if that's what you want. No. If you just want classic OG Zelda. Yeah. Uh, with a new cool combat twist to it. Um, or you just really like roguelikes. You know, this is definitely a game for it. And I would say if you're a fan of these people's, uh, original game, Crypt of the Necrodancer, like, then yeah, this is definitely worth checking out. Yeah, if you're sitting for 25 bucks. If you're sitting there going, well, I like roguelikes and I like Zelda. Uh, I have a Switch. This is called a win-win, people. Pick that one up <laughs> if that's you, for sure. You know, there's that one guy. All he does is win. And another one. <laughs> and another one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Richard time? <laughs> I mean, it, it can be Richard time. What is that floating on me, Chris? What is that? I have no idea. Oh, my God. I'm seeing things. I'm taking too much medicine. Yeah. Buddy? I think you see a little pink spire right here. Hey, Sean. <laughs> that's oh, awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> that said. Yeah, it's Richard time. Is this where it. I tell you I spiked your drink? <laughs> I'm, I'm not feeling so good. <laughs> Fall backwards <laughs> to the deep, to the deep place. You go first this time. Uh, I think for me, it is a solid 9.0. I ain't gonna lie. You kind of threw me off with the point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not a game that is perfect. It's not a game that, um, you know, really does anything that's like going to elevate the Zelda series or whatever. Right. Um, but in terms of like doing a spinoff of a series, uh, and saying, look, we're just going to make this six, seven hour thing. It's exceptionally tight and it's, it's so, it works so, so well. So tight. And like, you can tell, <laughs> like I said, it feels like a perfect combination of a game that was, uh, a very big indie darling a couple of years ago. And something that is a beloved franchise. And that's the best you could ask for for these kinds of things. Because uh, it doesn't always work out, you know. Sometimes you do get bad, um, you know, mashups and stuff like that. Yeah. Or just so-so. Like, I wasn't overly beloved by what I experienced when I played Hyrule Warriors. I know Mike D, uh, Ryan Leaf loved it. Yeah. Um, But, you know. He says that's the greatest Zelda mashup ever. I, yeah. Just, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree with him, too. I played Hyrule Warriors. He also, you know, I played Mario Rabbits. He also says that Final Fantasy 13 is a good game. So, what is that the one with lightning in it? Yeah, it is good. Lightning rules. Man. Shut up. Shut your face. <laughs> uh, what about you? I also uh, I have it pretty high. Um, I'm going to say a nine right now, as we said as well. Ooh. Um, I was nervous because I didn't know if you'd go that high. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then you threw me off with the point, but I'm right here at a nine. Nine! Uh, I I'm, think it's well-deserved. Now, look, it's it's you go. It's one of those things where, yeah, we can give this game a nine, and then we can also recognize that God of War is a, a nine-something. A Spider-Man's a nine-something. Nine to me just means that's amazing. Yeah, it is. And I think, like, for what this is, it's amazing. I don't know how... I mean, what more do you want from it? Right. Is <laughs> basically like, what is it? There's no part of what's actually in the game outside of like we were saying, like online co-op. That's maybe the one thing I can really knock on this. Game. Yeah. But if we really wanted to play co-op, um, in theory, you know, the, the, the fanboys will say, well, the switch is very mobile. You could easily bring it with you and play co-op wherever you go. Sure. Um, but yeah, we're both sitting at nines and I think it's very fair. Um, I am so glad I picked up this game. Uh, Chris, Chris technically picked it up, what, maybe an hour, a uh, day before me? Yeah. Like we were talking about work and I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. That's what this is. And I, um, yeah. As I was at work, I'm like, and downloading. <laughs> yeah. You sent me the thing that had done. And I went, well, I guess I'm getting that later. I, I thought that game that we mentioned either last week or the week before, Rad, I thought that was going to be my first roguelike. Hmm. I don't know how much different Rad is going to be than this game. But, get that but I'm glad that the old uh, the roguelike um, experience for me started with this game, and, and I Good. think I'm going to be more in, uh, more prone to want to play them in the future. So. Get Dead Cells. Is Dead get. Cells roguelike? It is. It, is it? But it's so fun. It's so good. It's so good. So good. So, so good. good. <laughs> uh, all right. You want to do some news? Do we have any? A little bit. I I uh I would like to do some news. Okay, well, let's do it. All right, all right. All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. We peaked this week. We did. We did it. Yeah. We did not peak last week, and we said f that noise. Someone said it was too low last week, and I'm like, we'll see how this okay. goes. Okay. It's like when you go up to you know I DJ apparently. And when someone comes up, they're like, they're like, uh, it's not loud enough. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's about to hate you. Am I first or you? You can, uh, you can be first. Oh, you just didn't want to read that long. No, I, I, I'll read it. No, you, no, you, no. You, I got, I got. I, no, you, no, no, no. It's the too late. second one. Will you say it better? Uh, I don't know. Right. So hmm. I could just do the Kermit voice. Uh, I need over there. Don't don't do the Kermit voice for that one. Uh, MPD for May shows declines. The sales tracking firm MPD reported that software sales for video games are down 11% year over year, while hardware sales were down 20%. Regardless of the week month overall, sales for 2019 are ahead of 2018 by 2%, totaling $2.2 billion so far. Twitch was the top selling console Switch. for the, or I'm sorry, Switch. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, was the top selling console for the month. April's Moral Combat 11 is not only again the top selling game, but is now the top selling game for 2019. Your top 10, uh, from the bottom are at 10 NBA 2K, 9 Minecraft, 8 MLB The Show, 7 The Greatest Game Ever, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate 6, 5, course is gta 5 of course it is of course it is greatest game ever for the actual i think four and three are the only two real new games this month there on this list uh four is rage two three is total war the three kingdoms uh two is days gone and number one of course as we said before world combat 11 that's crazy 
Yeah. I don't um, even know. I don't know what Total War Three Kingdoms is. Maybe that, we should. It's a PC series. It's a, like one of those ones where like you got armies and you know, you build them up and try to attack things. Very try to be like have a sense of realism to them. You know, even though there are armies like from the Roman era. <laughs> but you know, you're trying to siege things basically. I but, see. Yeah. Um Rage Two, huh? Yeah. That I mean on one hand. Uh, I know theirs doesn't include digital sales because Bethesda doesn't give that out. But still, uh, you'd like to see it just even with physical sales be able to get like at least number two, right? So, but hopefully, uh, uh-oh, Penny, here's a dog outside. <laughs> <laughs> Penny got her swag on. She's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Told you, Penny. See? It's enough. Tell you something. That's enough, Penny. <laughs> Do you want me to attempt it or not? Do you want me to what? No, no, I'm uh, I, I'm oh. not going to say it like that. I'm just going to say it. Be gone. The patient wars have. The patent. Patient. Patient. The patent wars. That's what I get for trying to talk. Like be gone. The, the patent wars have. Well, you're a Kermit. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be Yoder. Uh, Sony appears to be throwing everything it can at, at its PS5 uh, in hopes of retaining its sales dominance as it enters the next generation of game consoles. Uh, recently, the company, company patented... A system and method for dynamically loading game software for smooth gameplay. Um, this was a big article I read today. Um, it's going to be really cool if it if it works. The idea is that the technology will load in data in an advanced way that uh, prevents load screens. That's not what that says. I know. A load boundary associated with a game environment is uh, identified. A position of a character in the game environment is then monitored. Instructions corresponding to another game environment are loaded into a memory mm-hmm. when the character crosses the load boundary such that the gameplay is not interrupted. The the big way they're going to be able to kind of do this, I was reading, was obviously based on, um, I think it's going to be on the type of RAM and the fact that it's they're using basi- SSD. Yeah, it's like what basically Microsoft was talking about yeah. when they were talking about Scarlet. That seems to be the next big thing that these two are pushing for the next gen um, and it very well might be like whoever can do it best. I mean, obviously, I think if both just either have way, good working versions of it, either way, it's a it win-win for us. Yeah, but if someone does it much better than the other. You know, we kind of saw this last generation, right? Like where I think at the time people didn't realize just how important 10, 1080, 60p, or at the very least, true 1080p resolution at launch yeah. was going to matter. This could very much matter, and it's cool just because we're finally getting to that point where. You know, sure, you might, like, right now, think of something like Red Dead or GTA Five, right? You load in, and it takes, like, two, three minutes the first or, time. Or when you play Destiny, and, the, and you're on that Online, ship. Online, yeah. And that ship's just flying in. And well, imagine like, oh. something that resourced yeah. only takes 50 seconds, and then, like, afterwards, it's never a problem loading you're just anywhere. Going. Yeah. Yeah, but you're just going. Amazing. I mean, the article does go on to say, like you mentioned, that the Scarlet also has recently said that it's going to rock an SSD, mm. and they're not going to let the the Scarlet's going to be BA. The PS5 should be BA. Yeah. Um. So how, however many thousands of dollars we got to spend to get them, we're going to have. They're them. both going to be very Barry Anderson. That's what BA stands for, right? Yes. Oh, okay. I was making sure. I don't know. Yes. 
Uh, remember when Anthem sucked? Well, so do. does uh, the bonus for EAVPs. <laughs> uh, executives EA at EA are falling on the sword for their small company after the disappointing performance in the 2019 physical year. Executives will give up their bonuses after the first down year in over five years. A report to the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, that's the SEC, uh, what? Com- yeah, not that SEC. Roll Tide. Yeah, we're almost there. <laughs> uh, the company stated, while we are disappointed with our physical 2019 results, we understand the challenges we face, and we will continue to focus on how we can apply the strengths of our company to capitalize on our opportunities. I don't know. Like, it's really hard to figure out what it is that... <laughs> I mean, they, they have a potential huge year coming up for the next year, right? Because I don't, obviously, we're not getting Dragon Age this year. So that can't be a negative or a positive for them. But you know that you're getting Fallen Order this fall. Uh, the savior that yeah. they need it to be. Um, I mean, Madden is something that is nowhere near as potent or powerful as it used to be, but still sells a lot. Uh, right. FIFA sales? Yeah, FIFA, you know, FIFA is the only sports game that rivals uh 2K? NBA 2K in yeah. terms of sales now. Um <clears throat> I I heard talk about Need for Speed, but I don't know if that's coming. They have that game that's coming next month that um that artistic one with the the shadows and and the in the water and all that kind of stuff, you know. Yes. I know, but I cannot Yeah, I can't remember right the name to save my life. Hey, uh, uh Fun fact about the new iPhone 10s, they let you know that potential spam comes in. Ooh. Potential spam. Potential and, and, spam. And for those of you going, oh, you got a friend named Potential Spam. No. No, I don't. He lives in Dayton, Ohio, huh? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, I, still, um, it's, it's really funny given what the third piece of news of this EA stuff we're going through. Um, well, how, how they can do something so right on one end and then so wrong. kind of botch something so wrong on the other end. Yeah, when I, when I read the report about the bonuses and they're dropping them, mm-hmm. I, 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 we work in an environment and we're aware of the worlds of corporate, um, structure and, and VPs and bonuses and all that stuff. We work at McDonald's. <laughs> I thought it was very cool. Um, cause the way I read it was that they're giving up their bonuses pretty much. So that's cool. Um, Maybe Andrew Wilson's like, guys, you're giving up your bonuses. And they're like, but yeah, yacht. So, but <laughs> remember when we said, do you remember when Anthem sucked? Well, speaking of Anthem sucking, yeah. uh, EA, EA CEO Andrew Wilson finally admitted that Anthem is, quote, not working very well, uh, but vows to stand by the game and its publisher, BioWare. Please, God. <laughs> <laughs> he talked about how the game attempted to bring two gamer demographics together. Quote, one was traditional Bioware story-driven content, and the other was this action-adventure-type content. About the 30- or 40-hour mark, they really had to come together and start working in on the Elder game. At that point, everyone kind of went, oh, hang on a minute. Uh, now the calculation is off. The promise was we can play together, and that's not working very well. I have to say, that that's dead on. Yeah, because yes, I remember playing with uh with our friends Jeff and Kevin, and we played this for a week straight. I had a blast. Like the first 30, 40 hours, we we had a good time. It's like there were issues, you know, especially as we got later in the game, we started yeah. seeing more bugs. 
But like, yeah, like for the first part of it, it was it was all right. But then you got to the end game when you're like, well, man, if it's been this all right for this part and it's had these little issues, if it could just do the end game right, it'll be fine. And we did it for maybe four days more. And then we were like, that's it. That's all you now, got. I don't think any of us own Anthem anymore. I have it digitally. You know what I say unless you bought it digitally. Yeah, I mean, I've been waiting for this cataclysm, and maybe at some point I might fire it up again and try it. But it's not something that's made me want to rush back. And it's a really painful thing to say because, yeah, I love Bioware, but let me ask you: when this. you got issues, you got issues. What do you think if if it was certain that you'd go back to one of these two games? Mm. Which do you think is more likely to happen? Mm. This game Anthem, which we just read that story on, and we um, we know where it stands. Yeah. Or after all the stuff Bethesda's done for Fallout seventy six, <laughs> which one would you think you'd go back to? Oh first? man, just hypothetical. But knowing that you're going back to one in this theory, as of right now, yeah, knowing where they stand and things, I could definitely see myself, especially. If with the mod community the way it is with Bethesda, yeah, that if they have a lot of good mods for on PC at the very least, right? Um, I could see myself going back to that because I had fun. I mean, Casey and I, we had fun at times. Shout out to Casey. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. But look, they, they're bringing in they're bringing in stuff that the community was excited about. So yeah. I've, yeah. I, I've never, I never played Fallout 76. So I can't go back to it. The one thing I will say, you know, whatever concerns I have with Fallout 76, uh, Bethesda has shown with their properties, you know, Elder Scrolls Online did not come out to glowing praise. And it's now, I mean, it's up to a point now where concurrent players with this new patch are on the level of wow, which yeah. is just crazy to it, think. It's up there as far as an MMORPG goes. It's, yeah. it's, it's like a big three now. I think it's like like when they did their last update, they said like they can currently like thirteen million. Yeah, and yeah. and that's WoW numbers. That's yeah. ESO hanging with WoW. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, the I think the third place winner would be Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, I, I can't think down. of I, I can't think of any other MMO RPG that has that many concurrent players though. Yeah, so that's that's really good. Um, but yeah, we got we got another story about EA, don't we, Chris? Because we're saving EA's worst for last. Sorry, I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, this past week, EA testified in an evidence session with the United Kingdom's Parliament's Digital Cultural uh, Culture, Media, and Sports Committee about pushback surrounding loot boxes in gaming. EA's VP of Legal and Government Affairs, uh, Carrie Hopkins, gave an interesting take on the subject, saying they are not, in fact, loot boxes, but are instead surprise mechanics. Quote, if you go to, I don't know what your version of Target is, a store that you, that sells a lot of toys, and you do uh, search for surprise toys, what you'll find is that this is something people enjoy. They enjoy surprises. And so it's something that's been part of toys for years, whether it's Kinder Eggs or Hatchimals or LOL Surprise. We do think that the way we have implemented these kinds of mechanics in FIFA, which, of course, is our big one, are fifa ultimate team in our packs is actually quite ethical and quite fun enjoyable to people miss hopkins also stated ea does not consider these surprise mechanics to be gambling um like i said like 
on one hand, Andrew Wilson said something very well with, I think, summarizing how they messed up. I think like they did a very good act with as far as saying, look, we're not taking a bonus this year, which is a good thing. I mean, EA wasn't going to go under if they didn't. Right. But like, it's a good, it's a good say, move, like, yeah. look, we don't deserve a bonus. You know, it's just, it's good PR. This is not good PR. This makes you look tone deaf because anyone who has had a kid that's gotten these things. Yes, there, there are surprise mechanics, but there's a big difference. I don't just press a button as many times as I want and consistently get a Hatchimal on an instant delivery service. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, these things are designed, uh, you know, I'm not, there's not like progression with Hatchimals that has tied to how many packs of cards I have. Um, or how many eggs I have, right? Like I buy a Hatchimal and I see what I get. And then maybe a couple of weeks later, if I want another one, I can go get another one. It's up to me. It's not an instant delivery. This though, whether you're talking about 2K, uh, Fortnite, Ultimate Team, I don't care what it is, right? Uh, even Battlefront before they shut that down, right? That's what these are. Like they are gambling. You are paying. You're basically being dangled a carrot to say, hey, you want this really nice thing, pay us money, and we will give you better odds. Like, they literally have packages when they do these uh, yeah, it's, weekend. It's what you just said, the odds thing yeah. is what, to me, is the defining Gambling. difference between a Hatchimal. Look, I, I can't tell you how much money I spent on LOL Surprises with my eight-year-old, Yeah, um, but I see those things. After she opens them, uh oh, uh oh, Penny, Penny did something. Um, we like you say we go to the store and I go when I want to go. Yeah, it, it's a different thing. Um, and, and my chances aren't increased to get the I forget what the term is that Tinley says about. I think of like um like like I'm not getting the super LOL doll exactly by you know whatever they'll have uh they'll have little runs that they do like where it's like hey. Um, for this weekend only, we've got this type of card out there. Like, uh, think of like in football, we got 99 overall Jim Brown you can get, and he's, uh, he's in these types of packs. You'll have a 25% more chance. Um, and we have other variations of Jim Brown that if you go ahead and not just buy what the regular of in cash, what this pack would be, which is maybe like $7 as opposed to two fifty, that the normal ones you buy are. If you just go ahead and agree to give us a hundred bucks, we'll go ahead and guarantee you at least get a ninety-five, um, you know, Jim Brown, a bunch of collectibles that you would need to get other things to just unlock this game through gameplay, and you'll have the kind of packs where you have high certain probability to get all these other cards you would want. You are enticing people there. That's not. You know, that is something very different. You're you're basically saying, give us a bunch of money up front and, and, and do your roles to see what you get. And yes, they are right. Like, you know, there are a bunch of people that do enjoy, like there are streams. Mike, Mike found this out. Ryan Lee found this out back when he used to stream men, that the thing that got him the most views on Twitch at any point, I believe, during his time when he was really streaming was when he would go spend, you know, a hundred bucks. And sit there for an hour opening packs for people on there because people do like to see the cards just because they're unique. So they're right on that part. But the point is, is that in order to do that, 
Mike had to go out there and spend a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's all about it's yeah. all about them getting money that people are spending yeah. based on these promises. Like, look, the difference between Fortnite is and this is uh, we say we've said it a thousand times. You go to the Fortnite store, mm-hmm. and if you like the skin, all it is is a skin of your character. Yeah. Um. Or you like the glider? Sure. You you know what? You can buy that glider, and then it's your glider for as long as you play Fortnite. Correct. There's there's no like, hey, uh, if you give us uh, an extra forty dollars, there's a chance that I'll give you this other glider that has a better glide rate with it. It's, you you know what I mean? They they yeah, do yeah. it simple. They make plenty of money doing it. Why in the why in the f word can't anybody else figure yeah. this this if, out? If it's not what they say it is, why is it that with the uh, pro streamers on YouTube and all that and yeah. Twitch? Why is it basically and that mixer? EA, shout out to mixer. Oh yeah, shout out to mixer. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers to mixer. Um, what if? Um, why is it that EA is just so easily giving them this game for free, which is what they usually do, right? Because yeah. they all have diamond stats and man and all that. Yeah, they give them the game for free. You know why they do it? Because they know the very first day that this game is made available to them, and they usually make it available early. Um compared to everyone else, to them, right? Because they want them to be influencers. Why is it that basically all these people have admitted what they do is they just save up all over the summer cash, and on the very first day, they'll spend like $2,000 opening up packs, buying packs, and then just sitting there opening them on their streams. It's because it gets them, you know, views. And it, it... and if you're EA, it gets you a lot of money very quickly on top of a what would have been a sixty dollar game, right? You know, I mean, in in fairness, Miss mm-hmm. um, Hopkins and her and the way she's trying to say it, it's a lawyer lawyer. It's thing. a it it's close, mm-hmm. but it's also so far off the mark. Yeah, I can't help but thinking about or, or th- thinking about. I can't help but think about like when I was a kid and I wanted baseball cards. I never knew it was in the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could buy the, you know, the upper deck, you know, whatever year it was full box. Yes. If I wanted to, mm-hmm. um, for me, that is different. I don't know why, uh, it's still packs. It's still sports cards, but it was a way that it was a collection. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big difference. It's a physical thing I'm holding in my hand. It's a collection where this, this game is going to go away. And then the next season is going to come out and you're going to have to buy all new things again. I don't, I don't know. It, mm-hmm. it, they just, it's, they're swinging and missing when it comes to this. Uh, they get it together with it. Just, yeah. just don't, don't tie stats to it or I, just make it where it's just a skin, Chris. <laughs> That's all they got to do. Just do it. Oh my God. Uh, hey, but thanks to NBA 2K19, we're going to go ahead and move on from EA. There you go. Uh, we all know Snowfall 2 is coming soon. Season two. Yeah. Uh, starting this past Saturday, players of NBA 2K19 noticed a big change when loading up various modes in the game. Your boy included. Uh, and that would be Chris Love. An unskippable ad for FX's Snowfall. While it's not uncommon for the game to advertise various entities in NBA 2K TV, these videos are always skippable. Skippable? Uh, soon after the commercial was uploaded to the game, the NBA 2K Reddit community see John Reddit is right. uh, started posting their disapproval with one poster saying quote unskippable ads in a uh, $60 game uh, explic- a, uh bad Barry words Anderson. Uh, Barry Anderson 2k <laughs> uh, 
End quote. The post has since become the most upvoted, see John upvoting is, post of all time for the community. Huh. Yeah. It, I love 2K. You know, they, I think they make the most complete sports game. There's no question about Hands that. Hands down. But at the same time, this is the kind of stuff they do to its fan base that just drives it crazy. And like stuff like this, like there are times on the weekends, like where you'll just see they partner with GameStop for uh, VC sales. Yeah. And you know, it's unskippable. It's not unskippable. Like wherever you look, you're just seeing consistently <laughs> signs for t- for VC sales. Like, at GameStop. Someone's you're trying like, to tell me something. Yeah. I feel like I need to drive to my local <laughs> GameStop. Um, you know, things like that. The fact that as we're even when we're talking about like the last story there. The fact that they start players off so low and they've made it this big grind thing to get to 99 as opposed to saying like, all right, we're going to start you with the same stats as any other first round pick in the draft, right? Like you're 72 overall build up. It's like, nah, man, you started like 60. Good luck. Unless you want to give us like, good luck, bro. Yeah. Unless you want to give us like a hundred K and, and, or yeah, it's called VC. VC. Yeah. You um, just basically said virtual currency currency. Yeah. 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 You know that, right? Yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah. But, you know, these, these are the kinds of things. And, like, I don't like it because, one, Snowfall is a very adult show. And I hate to be that kind of person. Like, look. <laughs> You're being that guy, Chris. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> like, in the end, there are a lot of kids, teenagers and such, that play basketball, right? Yeah, or, I, or, think, I would say the community's uh highly... Yes. Highly populated with younger there, kids. There's people my age, and it goes all... You know, there's probably people older than me, and then there's... A Definitely a ton of youth. Yeah. yeah. You know, youth basketball is a youth driven culture. Uh, and the thing like you're the thing you're advertising that's not skippable is literally a show about how cocaine and crack <laughs> took over L.A. Yeah. If you didn't yeah. know at this point, snowfall is a code word of uh, cocaine. Yes. See, Cocaine. Cocaine looks like snow huh? when it's pure. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I see. <laughs> but um, see, a bump is. <laughs> I mean, I just hopefully, hopefully they don't do this kind of stuff again. Yeah, you know, obviously they're gonna have to honor this. There's no way you can be like AFX. Um, it turns out our uh, people that read it and the users didn't like didn't it. Like so uh, you're great. Uh, yeah. I love you, but uh, all your ratings are huge. They they need to just pick a better show to just. For that, no, for just that don't game, do it or don't do it. Right? Yeah. You, you know what? I'm a gamer. What there, am I talking about? There, don't don't do that. Like there are plenty of advertisements in this game, and I don't have a problem with them. Like when I'm playing the game, and you got Nike in there, it works. And Adidas and Gatorade, and yeah, all, that, all like, that works. I don't care if Foot Locker's on there. It makes sense that Foot Locker's in yeah. this game. You know, uh, but when Chuck E. Cheese is on there, yeah. Wait, that would work too. Like I don't want to fire fire this up and it'd be like when I go to the gas station I start pumping oh gas God. and they're like by the way let's talk about this and oh you're like God, I just want to pump gas All bro I do is get gas oh why God, do you think so this funny. would make me have a positive view of whatever you're advertising uh, with all that said did you watch the first season of Snowfall no I need to though. <laughs> <laughs> That's super awesome. Because you know what? I heard this week that season two. Yeah, I, I, I heard a thing or two about a season two or two. Uh, Theodore Logan, that's Ted, explains why he joined Cyberpunk 2077. There's no question that Keanu Reeves' surprise appearance at Xbox's E3 briefing. The and, greatest thing at E3. Uh, and inclusion in CD Projekt Red Cyberpunk 20, Cyber- Cyberpunk 
Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk 2077 was the biggest and most well-received surprise from E3 2019. The actor, though, recently sat down with IGN and shared his thoughts on why he joined the ambitious game, saying, quote, Part of the attraction for me was that not only was it my face, but they were asking me to perform a role in a cool one, Reeve said. I really love the format of the game and some of the questions it asks, what's revealed, and what demands of the player. There are some interesting choices that have to get made. Dude, that just hyped me up so much. He's just like so perfect. He's right the now. greatest PR guy, the greatest person to have on your team. I love Keanu Reeves, aka Theodore Logan. Will be the greatest character to come out of uh, 2019 from Keanu Reeves? Will it be Duke Kaboom? Will it be Dude. Johnny Silverhand? Or will it be John Wick? I mean, John Wick, that's, of course, has been around. But, but that's still. a but it's still a John Wick. Yeah. That's a great question because, again, Duke Kaboom, or, or, awesome. Or himself in that uh, that Netflix movie. That oh, plays. my God. Because that's a great parody Dude, of himself, too. That's an amazing, you know what? If we don't do a Twitter poll, that's a great one. I would love to hear from the listeners. listeners. Uh, I challenge you to say what the best Keanu Reeves will be this year. Let's see if you do. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> very, hey, I tell you what, the, the news team, when John's here, Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have thought about saying Theodore Logan. I like to feel like since he's been gone, I'm, I'm part of the news since team. Since he's been gone. Right? Now he's um, been gone, I, I feel like I've officially become part of the news team again. But do you understand Theodore Logan, how well that is? Yeah. That's You're 10, welcome. Bro. Yeah, I did that. You did. That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> You're the greatest. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, well, the greatest game of 2019 <gasps> hopes. Oh, pivot! <laughs> To inspire the greatest Zelda sequel. Ooh. Uh, talking with ID, uh, IDN, IGN, Old Zelda, IDN. IG, IGN Zelda, Zelda producer IG Aonuma revealed that Red Dead Redemption, EG, IG, EG, Aonuma, uh, revealed that Red Dead Redemption 2, <laughs> I don't want to have to read this part. The top selling game of the Damn past it. 12 months and the top selling game of 2018. <laughs> uh, shout out to John is inspiring the design of the sequel of Breath of the Wild 2 the staff on the game has gotten younger since the first Breath of the Wild is that even possible that was like two years ago I don't know that's what he was saying yeah Ionuma asked them uh, what they were playing quote something I did hear that a lot of people were playing was Red Dead Redemption 2 end quote uh, the producer has previously said when working on the first game he was playing Skyrim hmm Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Only one can hope this means psychedelic. Uh, I know that word, but I was I was I was trying to read ahead to see what you were going to say about it because mm-hmm. you obviously tied in something. Yes. Um, uh, one can only hope this means psychedelic drunk link gameplay missions will be in Breath of the Wild two. That was a great moment in that game. I guess, man. You go to a bar and you start drinking absinthe, and it goes downhill real quick. Um. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I like, I think I hate to say my, my usual thing. And John always gives me crap for way overplayed. John makes uh, sense. It makes sense. <laughs> like what, what do you do? Like if you're everyone who makes open world games, obviously said, okay, what's this game doing? They probably also looked at Assassin's Creed Aussie too last year. Is that was this game doing? So the real question really is. Why in the uh, why in the world during the the making of Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. was he playing Skyrim? Because you know why? <laughs> I know why. Because everyone said, "Remember when Skyrim came out?" Everyone like started playing that and said, "I would love it if there was a Legend of Zelda like maybe." This. 
But the way I'm reading this is that it was like 20. When do you think they started making Skyrim? Well, yeah, no, that and he's came playing out in 2011. I understand it's been on every. It's, you can play it literally on any device at this point. It literally took it coming <laughs> to uh, their fridges to finally figure out. You know what? I should get Skyrim on chance. I should probably get Skyrim. They're like, this is great. Look at that dragon. We gotta have that. In the game. I, and speaking of Skyrim, I swear that Skyrim VR when it was announced, people played it. They said it sucked. Mm-hmm. But now I'm seeing and hearing things that Skyrim was a must play on VR. That's cool. What happened? Maybe they patched it <laughs> to the future <laughs> in the future. But um, still, it's it's awesome to hear that. I really hope maybe they take, um, you know, the one thing we can say about uh, Breath of the Wild that, in my opinion, that's a that's critical of it is that time it's world because of it just feels very empty, but not to me, at least it wasn't in a way that I was like. This isn't being done on purpose at all times. This is being done because of resources and, the, Possi- and and maybe limitations of what they could do. If you could bring in something ambitious of like how that world was, the transition of Red Dead, like where you go from these very quiet, open, uh, you know, very spacious, open, uh, but isolated areas to suddenly the sensation you get when you see another human uh, in that world and you're like, uh, friend or foe here we go you kind of ex- you remember in, in obviously you do in breath of the wild when you finally made it to a like a stable or a yeah yeah, yeah. it felt good to we'll kind of see it in up you know up ahead and you'd walk up to it if they could enhance on that a little bit yeah. I, I understood why breath of the wild was quiet like it was too sure, sure. calamity and all that stuff i get it but let's see where this takes it and if if they do like look i'm, I'm gonna give credit where credit's due if they draw some inspiration from a game that is as good you know as a top selling, selling. Yeah, top, top selling, selling of all time and all that, whatever. <laughs> um, that I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously I'm excited to play it. So, yeah, I mean, we'll you see. can only, you can only hope. Yeah, man. It's going to be good. Or it's Zelda overload now, huh? True. Say that again, Chris. True. <laughs> Finally this week. Whoa! Finally this week. Is it one or two? Uh, Over the past year, there have been various rumors that Microsoft is planning two, two, two consoles. How do you say it, John? Uh, I'm trying to say like two chains. Yeah, no, do it. It's tough. Two consoles <laughs> for the next generation. One that would be cheaper and appeal to more mainstream audiences and another design to be the more uh, the most powerful console available on the market. Kind of like right now. Yeah. Uh, however, rumors are now indicating that Microsoft will ditch the cheaper console and just focus on one powerful box for Project Scarlet. Even in, uh, in a recent interview with Business Insider, Xbox president and resident cool guy. And Phil the coolest Spencer. person in the world. Yeah, now Reggie's gone. There's just no question who's the coolest guy <laughs> at the company, right? Hey, Reggie's still alive. But he's like... You said he's gone. He's I not feel gone. like he's just like out somewhere going like, is my body ready still? His body's a wonderland. Wait, John Mayer? <laughs> I'm going to see him Saturday. Uh, uh, but Phil Spencer responded to a question about his words from 2018 when he said consoles, that's plural, are uh, when announcing Project Scarlet. Sorry. Quote, last year we said consoles and we've shipped a console that would be the all digital Xbox One that just came out in May. Uh, and now we've detailed another console. I think that's plural. A.K.A. suggesting. <laughs> He's like, hey, guys. 
What I meant was... <laughs> See, what had happened was... Uh, reports have suggested that while two consoles might have been the original intention of Project Scarlet, problems arose with developers and overall strategy, forcing the company to shift its focus. Which is probably the right thing to do if you got a problem. And, and if that is, if they really were going to do a cheap one in, a, in the Scarlet, that's an amazing way yeah. to go. Well, I, I said consoles and we did ship one. Like, it's a great way to cover that up. It's, it's smooth on his part, but I think it's also the right call. Like, because honestly, sh- short of like going down to a level of it being a Stadia thing where you don't need to buy a box or it being like kind of like, say, on par with buying uh, a Fire Stick or a Chromecast, you know, Apple TV you're not going to win people over by having the cheaper one. They're just going to want the heavy priced one and they'll wait till it drops to a price range that they're comfortable with. I agree. You know, it's like, it's more when you go and you say, okay, this has been out for a little bit and now we've got a little bit more powerful, more efficient one that's coming out kind of like they did with the X, right? Yeah. Or DS even uh, compared to the OG Xbox one. And you say, okay, this is here and this is the price for this. Um, and you can still get this original one for a cheaper price if you want. Like, so you're, you're putting out options. That's what you should do. You should do it later on, I think is the better way. But really, I would tell them now, just wait, because again, the way all this streaming stuff is going, who knows yeah. where you're going to be in three they, years? They obviously, they, they probably have a better understanding of where they think the market's going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, based on, we thought that in 2013, but, uh, turns out, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just excited with, with Stadia. Um, with the new Xbox, the new PlayStation, the Deets are coming out. Um, there's still that rumor that at some point a, a a better Switch could come out, almost like their version of a Switch Pro. It's a good time, and, and we're on the horizon of some good stuff. Zero Dawn. What horizon? Zero Dawn. You said Horizon. Um, I could say that everyone stand down. Horizon Zero Dawn launch. He's still not playing. <laughs> Worst. I'm like, where this? I got a cough on the horizon. Oh my god! Ah! <laughs> uh, Sean, yes, sir. You want to wrap this up? Um, that would be a negative. Never. Just to be safe. Future man. Look at all that peakage. We peaked. We went it's all so beautiful. We went all the way. <laughs> Remember all the way May and League of Their Own? Yes, I do. I do. It's oh, nice. It's a good show. Tom Hanks. Every time I pee long, I think about Tom Hanks in that movie. <laughs> Old Jimmy Fox. Yeah. Name drop. <laughs> name drop. Hey, Dr- do oh. the, do the name, name drop. <laughs> <laughs> but good. uh <clears throat> Man, I need to rewatch that movie. I need to go get this cough out. <clears throat> I really fine. do. Well, do uh, what are you going to do first? Well, I'm going to do what we always do. The just, just improvise. I got to go cough. All right. Well, I if you want to, be loud, okay? If you want to write your, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> if you want to write your thoughts and opinions in, you can do so by writing them to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. And I would keep going, but he's still hacking. So instead. I will say, if you want to watch some interesting gameplay, I hope it's kind of interesting, uh, you can come check out our Twitch stream, 
which is twitch.tv slash weekly games chat. <laughs> um, you can find us there every Monday night at the very least at 8 p.m. We were both on there as we were doing our Hyrule last night. And Sean actually has his channel up now, DJ Haygood. So if you ever <clears throat> not following him on Twitch TV, it's DJ underscore Haywood. Haygood. Or Haygood, yeah. H-E-Y-G-O-D. Yeah, so uh, check if, that out. If you're in the Discord or on our Twitch, you should get that notification. Yeah, notifications are on there now uh, on Twitch, so you should see it there. But anyways, back to emails again, weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com, just like Teej did. The Teej. Is this the Teej? This is the Teej. It's been a while, right? He says, help, please. <laughs> uh, sup, fellers? What's up, Teach? I hope you put it like that, just so you'd hope the country come out. We don't have we we don't speak uh, as you say, country, Chris. Yeah. At least we don't think we do. Uh, I don't know. We do. Um. Uh. What's his name? <laughs> I think is it Geoff? No, somebody calls me. Um. Oh, Ricky one, Bobby. Yeah. Oh, you can have nowhere like yours is interesting because it comes out of nowhere. I don't, I don't mean for it to. Yeah, I know. Like even there, what happened? A little bit, a little bit of southern twang. Right I, there. I don't, I don't mean for it. I did, I did not sound like that. You're lying. <laughs> Let's oh go God. to the tape. <laughs> Rewind. Uh, but anyways, he says <clears throat> I did a bad thing the other day. I was on a flight for work and whipped out the old switch. As well, long as that's what you whip I, out on a plane, you, you're okay. I, when I thought you were going to say Richard, so this is good. Yeah, uh, and started playing some Zelda. The older lady next to me saw this and made the comment, aren't you a little old to be playing video games? And I'm not really good with confrontation and said, oh, this is for work. I'm actually getting paid for this, which is a lie. Liar. Uh, well, that wasn't enough. And she decided to press the subject. So I confessed that I was a co-host of a successful podcast, Weekly Games Chat, and introduced myself as Sean. <laughs> yes. Liars. Well, let's pause there. I, I, I hate People that want to give your, they're like strangers that want to give you two cents on, on what they believe. First of all, mm -hmm. get off me. I, you don't understand. I'm like you. I don't like confrontation. Aren't you a little old to be podcasting? But, but this lady would have got the look of death from me and she would have instantly knew, look. she would have known I need to not mention anything about this anymore. But Sean, it's great that you wrote in. Let's uh, continue the story, Chris. You'd be like, are you a little bit old to have a brick to the face? And she'd be like, what? And then no, I would have said pow. something like, have you ever been thrown out of an airplane? <laughs> huh? <laughs> uh, we wouldn't do that. Uh, she was impressed and we got to talking and she even had me show her how to download the show on I, on her iPhone. I told her I would give her a shout out on the next episode. And so now you see the pickle I'm in. Well, this is funny because lady on plane, I, I, I tell you, uh, you, uh, I, you uh, initially I was going to ask for Sean to pretend to be me and give this lady a mention. On further introspect, I have decided I have nothing to prove with this woman. That's fair. Uh, and would prefer to call her out for an antiquated views of gaming and just generally being a terrible person. Oh, man, that's that's harsh. Uh, so my request to you guys is this, please have John read the following text. I ask that he read it with the same passion he has for union. Busting. Well, John's not here. Yeah. John's not here, but, uh, <clears throat> you, I will. Yeah. Do you want me to, or you do it? You do it. Oh, you want to do it? Yeah. You got this. I got this. Listen here, Karen. Is there, if that's well, hopefully her name's not really Karen. I don't know if it is. It, it's funny. Karen, people game. It's a big thing, right? Big. I don't need you to approve. Of my life choices or hobbies. Don't act like you're disappointing me. You're not my mom. 
maybe instead of being so involved in what other people do in their free time, you should focus on your own life and how it's slowly falling apart. Yes, I looked at your phone over the shoulder, over your shoulder, while you were using it. Oh my your kids god! Kids look like the parents are related. Oh my! And that god. your outfit you pick for your friend's wedding is tacky. I hope this message reaches you, and that maybe in the future you will be less judgmental of strangers. This eat a. If, <laughs> if, if this is real, if he really met a lady on a plane yeah. who chastised him for playing a switch, if he really said he was Sean, got her to download the show, and if this is really the first show she's listening to, she knows that, that this happened. <laughs> this is uneffing believable that it, it's crazy. Hey, Karen, uh, for real, though. Thanks for listening to the show. Yeah, thanks for, if you're, if you're actually here, thanks for checking us out. We didn't feel this way. I wouldn't. I don't even do know this. you. This yeah. guy named Teed tried to act like he this was dude me. just being a D. It's like, I mean, really? Uh, but really, Karen, everyone games. Don't, don't get too bothered about it. You know, think about it. You, you, you ruffled, um, the feathers of a listener of our fine podcast. Thanks, Teed, for listening. Yeah. Thank you, Teed. Um, to a point where, like, he literally had to write into a podcast because, you judged him. Like, let's all let people be what they are. What if Karen's in there right now going, I hate unions too. <laughs> right. Um, if you do happen to hate unions, uh, we got a show for you, Karen. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, let, go back. Let, let people be themselves, okay? Uh, he, he closes his letter by saying, that was about as family friendly as I could make that. Anyways, Dead by Daylight is on games pass and i would love to hear you guys review the game probably not gonna happen uh it, it wow you, sh- you shut him down like as soon as you read it tj already took down karen <laughs> he ain't gonna make a show. Dude, you can- oh my god, oh my god. Let, let me let me put tj already false impersonated you yeah. and you're okay with this well because it was he took down karen yeah and now he's trying to tell us what the top he got us a download yeah that's true that's fair in theory. Do you know how bad I'd whore myself out for a download? <laughs> you you will just sell yourself for anything. Hey, bro. Uh, excuse me. A 20 is a 20. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, all right, Karen. Uh, it's, it's definitely worth playing since it's free. I could even hop on with you guys and show you the ropes. First just of all. Just like you hopped on Sean's identity. Yeah. First of all, I'll show you my ropes, sir. <laughs> Joke. Uh, oh my god that's fantastic um, that's all i got for emails this week well you guys if you want to tell us how you feel about things make sure you write in otherwise i gotta read a tax from tej to karen wherever she's at poor she's probably like you know like gives her time every week at the she's at probably the at nine yeah she like gives her time to the homeless and you know does all these good things and she was like now don't you think you're a little old to be Playing games because she didn't like follow that statement up by saying, "You should come down to the homeless shelter with me and help the needy." And this guy was just like, "Teacher's like f that." Maybe that's how he is. I don't know. I wasn't there. Sean, you're taking forever to pull up Twitter. <clears throat> I got it. We're good. Okay. Um, that's weekly it, game chat on Twitter. It is. Uh, I want to say when was six eighteen nineteen? Is that within the time frame of I can? That was no. last week. Uh, so I did read. If I want to bring you back to speed, uh, have you guys thought about getting a used store sponsor? I did read that from Drevin. Um, so I think we replied to that. I swear we did. Anyway, I'm messing up. So so that tweet went out there from Drevin about us getting a, a used game store to sponsor the show. Um, 
I like the tweet. So then Drevin said, now I like the tweet again. Uh, well then PSN vintage underscore 1985, um, chimed in and this is awesome. Uh, you never wrap up. So why should horizon zero dawn be any different? Uh, that's funny. Cause he mentioned, you know, we don't wrap up. Uh, David McClendon showed some fan art of, uh, I think of Lincoln Mifa. If you remember Breath of the Wild, Mifa was important. Yeah. Um, and he said that might be some of the best fan art they've ever seen. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and like that now. You guys should check it out. For sure. Uh, David McClendon also said at Weekly Games Chat, a future episode perhaps. Sounds like a game John might like. Game on. Hashtag, hashtag game on. Hashtag your wife. Uh, Outer Worlds. Outer uh, Worlds for sure we will do. Not Outer Wild, right? But Outer Worlds. Outer Wilds. Oh, it is our wild. Yeah, if okay. I said world, I apologize. Yeah, um, I've actually played this game a little bit. I don't know if John would be about that. It's um, a, it's a, it's a, it's somebody Kotaku. Yeah, somebody. I go a lot it's of Kotaku. people. It's got a really cool twist to it that does. Um, so, but, is this fair, Chris? It says know. it's a cross between Metroid, Majora's Mask, and Retor- Return of the Obra Den. Sure. <laughs> You're like I don't know if it's that. I haven't gotten that far in it. I did play it a little bit. That's what uh, he it's very said. Interesting. That's what uh, David McClendon said. That Kotaku said, man. I'm just I'm just reading what the people Get say. Kotaku in there. I'm just I'm just doing the thing, man. Ooh. Oh, we finally since you didn't go in and like everybody, we do have a new follower, Ooh. and uh, we thank you. Uh, it's at Stacy underscore CMNH. Nice. Um, I, I do want to read what you do because it's amazing, and I'm a big fan of this. Uh, Stacy is a veteran of Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Um, and she helps, uh, new partners and programs raise vital funds for over, a, or for 170 children's hospitals. That is amazing. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Stacy, for listening to this fine, uh, podcast. We appreciate people like you. You're, you're awesome. For sure. Um, I think that's all I got. It's a very short week as far as that goes. I'm going to read this on here from the <clears throat> Discord just because, uh, it was asked and I want to remind myself to do this. So okay, I'm yeah. keep this on here. Um, one of our dudes wrote on here and said, you guys, uh, a many three, two, four said, you guys are doing a great job for the podcast. I have one script, uh, suggestion about the descriptions. It would be cool if you guys could start adding the time when the topic starts in your videos. Uh, the reason I'm asking this is because there's always a game on sale that you reviewed. But when I go back to your old videos where you've reviewed that game, I have to find when you started the review, it's something super minor and it might be that I'm just lazy. Anyways, thanks for your time. And I came back and said, we will force everyone to listen to sports talk because people talked about the fact that you can't just skip our, our weekly sports talk. You have to endure it. Um, but I, I said, if I remember, I will make sure to include the timestamp. Now, if you're watching on YouTube through there, there's not much I can do for you there. Cause I, I don't do the timestamp on like where you can just click a link, but I will put, it should be there in the description where you could just read and say like, Hey, down here, it says topic time, this month, you know, this minute marker, and you should be able to skip to it. So yeah, that's uh, a, if, if we, you're listening to this now going forward, hopefully when you look down there, you should see it. Yeah. Um, and if you've noticed we, that, that intro part, it, it got dubbed to be a sports part. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, because we all like sports. Uh, but we, we try to make that a medley. We talk about as m- many things as possible. And yes, I see somebody said only a few more months before football and Alabama SEC talk. It's coming. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I, you know, definitely going to see Duke. It is, it is what it is. But yeah, I think that's it for the fan interaction. And, and, um, that's a lot <laughs> We're of people, shutting it down. No, no, no. You know, we, shut up. 
um, that's what a lot of them a lot of them refer to that as is like a we have our intro medley, we have our topic, we have our news, and then we have the yeah, yeah the yeah. outro ish. I get what he's saying though. Like I would if I'm just wanting to hear about the game, you know, and it's as he's saying like I'm going back and going oh that game's on sale now, and I actually already heard this one part, but I want to go back and hear what they said again to see if I want to buy this game. I I get like a two hour podcast. It makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Just having marks for that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm just lazy. I don't think that's what it is. No, it's, no, that's primarily what it's it is. kind of. It's definitely what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that said, this has been episode two ten of it, dude. Games it's two hundred. We streamed live. Yeah, no, weeks ago. That seems like so long ago. It was like last season. What does that mean? Because it's it's summer now, and we did it in the oh, spring. Oh, that's what you mean. See what like I did? literal season. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the equinox was this past weekend. All right. Um, uh, but that said, if you like the show, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you'd like to use, and you'll get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday for your listening pleasure. If you're there and they have a rating system, make sure you give us a nice high rating. Unless you hate John, then, uh, just make sure you comment somewhere that it's John's fault. That would make me so happy right every, but at the same time don't do it as a joke because yeah really we need you to give us high reviews yeah fair, <laughs> fair point chris <laughs> what we gotta do for you, you heard what tw- sean would do for 20 bucks 20 is a 20 bro <laughs> um but yeah it does help people find the show if you want to find us we are on social media such as facebook twitter and we also have a discord if you're looking for a easy direct link from our social media pages to the discord there is a pinned tweet at the top there that has see a john a pin tweet is <laughs> where are we getting on tiktok i don't know we, why we would be on tiktok uh we're not 15 um <laughs> yeah but so many cool things are on tiktok are they i feel like i whenever i pulled up there's it's like, like the new one, vine it's like yeah no but like it's a lot of kids lip syncing that's it like there's maybe True. one or two interesting things and there's always the hack musician that art musician uh, magician that either has like some visual th- <clears throat> you know hypnosis thing to make your room spin for five seconds or else he's like doing a math problem that i just snorted that's the first snort in my life from laughing and then like the the other 90 percent of tiktok users are just teenagers like taking a a sound bite and you know Singing in yeah, the camera. I can't tell you how far away we are from teenage years. Yeah, I know. But they were so long ago. But that's cool. Hey, that's their thing. <clears throat> I hope they have fun. With You're it. the one who said TikTok. Yeah, I know. Because I got TikTok. <laughs> um, I still don't understand how to use everything on there. But it's, uh, there are some good videos. Oh, my God. Uh, but anyways. <clears throat> Sean. Yeah. Game on. Game on, Chris. Game on to John, wherever you are. John, wherever you are, game on, sir. Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug life. <laughs> it's fantastic. I know. Thug life.